choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony, I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to 100, nigga, real quick. Yo, 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 what up? What up, lovelies? I'm back. It's been two weeks. I'm back. I miss y'all, hope y'all miss me Apologize for not um, Saying on the last one that I was gonna take a break I mean, I figured y'all, I thought y'all would figure it out Because I was saying that I had to go take the test So Sorry about that, I did it on If y'all follow me on the tweets, y'all saw my video So, anyway, oh yo, it's me, it's Kels At KMGZ, my bad, I'm a little rusty So if you follow me at KMGZ, you would've knew But otherwise, my bad for not saying nothing So I'm back with No further delay Um I'm, as y'all know, it's been two weeks, so it's a lot to run through. Um, I gave y'all some short episodes along the way here, so if this one may run a little over, I don't know for sure. But if it does, I owe y'all, so it ain't gonna be no two hours or nothing like that, I swear to God. But, um, you know, it might run a little long, but I owe y'all. So, let's get it started. Let's get popping. Alright, I'm sound like a game show host shit. <laughs> Alright, uh... First, yours in negritude. I got two. One is going out. Well, let me start backwards. One is going out to Bryce Harper, who coming to the Phillies. Now, the Phillies been building the little squad. Last year, we was real good, and then I don't know, we collapsed, but that's okay. We've been building a little squad for a little bit now, and, um, you know, flying under the radar. And so, um, everybody's really excited about Bryce because, um, you know, when you get when you get superstars, other superstars tend to come. So, maybe we could repeat what we did in t- t- 2008. Um, for a couple times, I don't know, I'm tired of seeing the Red Sox win, I know that much, um, so that's the first one, and the second one is going out to Big Dick Nick, Nick Foles, the Eagles, um, you know, let him go on free agency as, you know, I guess, yeah, I mean, it just wasn't no choice, we couldn't keep both, um, you know, I, I I praised Nick on here before. We are very grateful. Thank you so much. You bought us our first, our first Super Bowl. We have been waiting for forever. Um, and, you know, wherever you go, I wish you the best. I think you're going to improve any team. I think you're an outstanding quarterback. I kind of wish you could have retired with us. But, you know, hey, the money's out there for you to go get. Go get it. Um, Super Bowl MVP. So, you know, yours in negritude to Nick Foles, man. I, must, I, I promise you. Whenever you come back into Philly, you're gonna get you're gonna get standing ovations every time. So, um, and hopefully, you know, hopefully, um, Carson returns back to the form that he was before he got hurt. I mean, I have confidence. I feel like the Eagles got confidence. Like, I feel like one thing I could say about Doug and the staff is, uh, well, besides them fucking safety positions, um, they seem to be really good at evaluating talent, right? A lot better than, you know, what Chip, who was trash. So, you know, if they felt the need to, you know, if they felt it was cool to let him go, um, I mean, I guess they didn't have no choice. But you know what I'm saying? Like, they feel confident that Carson's going to return to Carson form. So, hopefully he will. I just... Not that I doubt him, but I just, you know, again, it could just be because he didn't have those preseason workouts. It it, it could very well be that, but I don't know. He just, I just, I have a few worries. But, hey, look, when the season starts, we'll see. 
All right, so got that out the way. I know what y'all waiting for. I'm going to get to it. Um, oh, so, yeah, let me just run off the little quick stuff real quick. So it's been two weeks, y'all, so some of the stuff a little old, but I've been writing it down as I go to one to speak on it. Um, as y'all know, LeBron went out to L.A. Um, I thought he should have came to the Sixers. A lot of people thought he should have came to the Sixers. A lot of people thought if he came to the Sixers, I mean, we was going to march straight to the finals every year. And, you know, Maybe at some point win him. I don't know. Golden State is tough, but I feel like, you know, but no, LeBron at the time, he made the announcement he was going to go out to the Lakers. I thought it was a dumb move, but everybody, you know, oh, well, he got Hollywood and stuff out there, and I still thought it was a dumb move because I'm like, you can have Hollywood, and, and I don't understand what why you got to be on the Lakers for that. Will Smith did uh, the Fresh Prince. You know, he was in Philly when he got, like, I don't understand. Are you directing the movies? Are you in the movies? You just producing them, right? You, I don't understand why you can't do that from Philly. Um but, you know, whatever, but when he went out there, his reason was that, like, yo, I, you know, basketball is not the only thing, I'm setting myself up for when I retire and all that, which, okay, that makes sense, I get it, so, that's what I thought it was, okay, well, this nigga don't care about, you know, I mean, they, they'll probably, I don't know if they'll make the playoffs, they not gonna be Golden State, but I guess this nigga said, fuck it, I already got my rings, when I go out there, that's what I thought it was, but now, he's complaining to his other players, because they don't, it's basketball, they number one thing, and it's like, nigga, is it yours? Because if it was, you wouldn't have went to the Lakers, like, that's not the team, listen, I like LeBron, y'all think, I still, he's not, Michael Jordan is going to always be the go to me. I don't care because he got all the rings. He got all the championships. He got all the MVPs. And he made every team better. And, you know, y'all can argue all that other bullshit if you want to. These new y'all, y'all new kids, y'all think rings don't matter. I think that's the most ridiculous statement ever because what are we all doing this for to win championships? And absolutely, you could be a great player. You could be a Hall of Fame player. But if you're going to discuss the greatest of all time and you're not going to mention rings, you sound crazy just to me, okay? Um, I take, you know, a Bill Russell or somebody with rings, you could argue they better than Michael Jordan to me, but not, this this man got six rings, okay, I don't, I, and three of them is back to back, so, not two of them back to back, so, I, you know, I don't, whatever, but, um, you know, that's, that's, LeBron does this, though, like, he, you know, he went to Cleveland, and he eventually won one with Cleveland, but when he got there, it was the same thing, it's like, dog, you make these decisions, like, you, like, you know what's going on, and then when you get there, you complain, like, you ain't know what you was expecting, like, I mean, you know, so, that's all I'm gonna say on that, like, I, I, I'm just like, yo, if you, if you really wanted to win and play and be competitive like that, then you should have came to the Sixers. You went out there because you, you, you wasn't all about basketball and it's about these other things. So if that's what it is, then how are you going to complain to the other players the same way? Like every team you go to, you 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 breaking up trades or you forcing trades or whatever. You want to be the, t- the coach and the GM. I would never allow that on my team. I don't care who you are, okay? Um Phil Jackson won all them rings with Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, um, all them fucking great Hall of Fame players on his team. He ain't let them run his team, and and then went out and Pat out there with Shaq and Kobe and all them dudes and Magic Johnson and Kareem Abdul and all them fucking Hall of Famers, and ain't let them run his team. I'll be goddamn if LeBron James gonna come run anything on me. You won't come here, son. That's cool. We gonna let you be all you can be, but we you not making no personnel decisions, well, you know, once we decide, or if we get it down, narrowed down, we'll ask you, yo, what you think, or who would you like to play with, we're not gonna be trading, or not trading, or shit, cause of nothing, you know, you say, so you can go somewhere else with that, but he gets to the team every time, and he makes these personnel decisions, and then, you know, shit be fucked up, and then here you come with the complaints, so, you know, 
I, I don't have nothing against LeBron, but he, you know that's that's y'all, man. I I I'm, I still say Jordan is the goat, and LeBron to me, I take nothing away from him. He's the great great player, all of that, like all around. But he his his ways are very. Some of his ways, I should say, because there's a lot of other stuff he does I actually really do like. Um, and I think he, you know, carries himself really well in the way he articulates himself. and just carries himself as a person. I actually think it better than the way Jordan and them did where, you know, they wanted to be super, you know, all around. They don't care about nothing. nothing I like the way he speaks up about things, you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't power and, you know, doesn't try to play both sides of the fence and smile. I don't want to offend nobody that says because then I ain't going to get no checks. Like, I like that about LeBron. But some of his other ways are very millennial-ish to me, and I just like, I, we ain't, we wasn't raised the same. Um, so we got that out of the way. Um, oh! I should have actually did this at the top of the hour. Black History Month this year, 2019, was a fucking disaster. I've never seen a Black History Month worse. I mean, the shit started out with a flop. Like, usually, we get a couple days in, we get a couple... This shit came in on a flop and went out on a flop. It was the worse, it's like somebody the white devils said nope, we gonna hold all this ridiculous shit, we gonna save it right for February, them niggas think they about to get off some pride, and have a good black history month, and fucking dance around like they been doing for 8 years under that goddamn Obama no sir, got something for you niggas plop, it was horrible so, uh, February 2019 I'm so sorry it happened this way, you know, I don't know, I, I mean, we need to move, first of all, we need to move black, it's Black History Month, we need to move it to the summer, okay, when it's hot, and the days are long, and the, and the nights are short, and, and people is out, that's, we need to move it, but, you know, I, I just, I don't know what else to say, I, I had to say something about that, um, what else do I want to get out of the way quickly, uh, I almost took this off the list. I feel like it's been done to death, but this Chloe and Tristan thing, I don't even want to say nothing about Chloe and Tristan specifically, but I do want to say something about like those kind of women, women like Chloe, which is a lot, a lot of women. And, um, you know, it's like you, you, you do cheats or as a, or as a, or as a serial cheater. And it's like, you all mad at the girl, you going at the girl and they talk about what well, she, her friend, she was her sister's friend, but it really doesn't matter. It's like, I don't, I don't, women like that kill me because it's like, that girl doesn't owe you anything. She didn't, she's not your boyfriend. She's not your man. And she, yes, you're correct. She's your friend. So why is your boyfriend trying to fuck your friends? Like, you still, your, your anger and your attention is still in the wrong direction. Because that nigga's going to be back. I mean, I feel like he's doing all this because he don't want to be with Chloe, but she refuses to break up with him. She going to take that nigga back. But, you know, shout out to Will and, and I didn't watch it. I don't watch that Red Table Diaries or whatever the fuck it is. Everybody seemed to like it. I'm not interested at all. But I heard that, you know, they pull her on there like, no, 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 no. Is this not what's going to happen? You know, these Kardashians with this white girl shit. No, it's not going down like that. Y'all not throwing our good sis out there like that. And they let her come on there. And from what I understand, her story was very compelling and very, um, you know, truth, truthy, had, had a ring of truth to it, so, um, you know, sh- I'm, shout out to them for taking care of her, you know, for doing that, like, wait a minute, nah, 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 this, this ain't, we ain't, we ain't doing this, this ain't just some little groupie black China chick trying to come up off y'all, and apparently, I didn't even know, it was odd to me, I didn't even know why they would do that, but apparently her father, um, worked on, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air for, 
the entire show and like her dad is kind of somebody in Hollywood so that's why I was like how do they even know why would they even get involved in that because I feel like the Smiths and them, ever since they told Will, <laughs> Willow and Jaden and Jaden they can't play with them they ain't really fuck with that family like that um you know except for um Jaden showing up in the Batman suit and he probably just that you know because he's because um yeah so I just wanted like I just can't I can't stand girls like that man I can't stand girls that like it's just everything is like you know directed toward the woman and why you cheat you know and, and this nigga d- d- ain't shit niggas just sitting there you know with no consequences and no nothing oh I'm gonna get no you're not no you're not all you're gonna do is, is yell and holler until the next time he cheat and you're gonna be you ain't you ain't no you're not and and the thing that annoys me the most about girls like that is because it's it's if they act like they they talk about all that oh it's friendship and you sit a set you a lie bitch you know why people don't say anything to, to people, to girls and, and, and people when they know somebody's cheating? You know why most people don't? She act like if that girl would have came to her and been like, yo, your nigga was trying to kiss me in the club or whatever the fuck he was trying to do. He was trying to fuck. I don't know if he was drunk. I don't know if he was high. I don't know what the problem was. But he was trying to fuck me and I'm just trying to let you know that she was going to be like, oh, that's the same shit she doing with her. Oh, how could you? That's my friend. Why would you do that and put that nigga out? She not. She's not going to do that. She's going to go tell him what you said, he's gonna tell her she lying, or she jealous, or whatever the fuck else, and then y'all two gonna be laying up talking about you right, they always trying to break us up, you jealous, and she need to mind her business, that's exactly what's gonna happen, and that's why your friends and your girlfriends don't tell y'all kind of chicks about that shit when it happened, because they know that you a dumb bitch so I, I didn't fuck that, fuck Chloe listen <coughs> Y'all gotta stop being so fucking desperate for companionship. Because that nigga is out here, that that is not even the first time, that's not even the tenth time. This nigga's out here cheating and putting it on Instagram. This nigga is out here just just not even it's, it's beyond embarrassing you. Like embarrassing you is like you know, you doing dumb shit, this is beyond that, this is just like, I don't even respect, like, I know you ain't gonna do shit, what you, this is like, this nigga is so, lacks so much respect for you, that he, he don't even want to try to break up with you, or maybe he's trying, he's just doing like, yo, I'm gonna put this shit up there fucking this other girl, and she gonna break up with me, like, corny ass dude shit, right, like, nigga, like, you doing the most, like, if you don't want to be with Ogres, tell her, you don't want to be with her, I want to break up, I want out of this, like, you doing stupid shit, and involving other people, right, and so, you know, that's all I want to say. That's I hate them girls like that. It's like y'all want to make it about all these morals and principles. That girl would have came to you and been like, "Yo, this is what happened." You would have still been mad at her, and he would have still been in a crib, and she still would have been wrong. Fuck out of here. Um, which brings me to the next quick two things I want to say. One guy added today. So this, listen. I, let me just say what I'm going to say, and y'all could have opinions or whatever, but this is what I'm going to say. This Michael Jackson doctor came on HBO. I did not watch it. I had no intention on watching it, and I'm going to tell you why. Because, first of all, you know, I don't know what it is that we're doing right now where everybody is trying to rewrite history, and everybody is trying to make, they put, I, this, I feel, I feel a few things about this. I feel a few ways about a few things about this documentary. And I'm not, I'm not saying well, okay, let me say what I'm gonna say. I feel a few ways. I feel like they're using this R. Kelly situation, which I'm gonna talk about after this, as like, oh, you know, okay, let's back up. I believe, and I have always believed, 
Michael, okay, Michael Jackson is the biggest star in the world. There is no star bigger than Michael Jackson in the world. And it is something that black people have always had and always been proud of. I mean, we have a lot of stars. We have a lot of, I mean, of course we do. We, I mean, we give y'all all the culture and everything. But Michael Jackson was ours, right? And he went through all that he went through with the, the, the plastic surgery and all of that. And white people were always resentful of that. That's why as soon as they came, they come for him when he got the nose shot. He was always this joke. He was always this butt of jokes because, you know, oh, he's such a weird person. Listen, Michael Jackson's life, the man, the, the man had been famous since he was five years old like I don't know how a person like a lot of people who, who are child stars they have issues because they, they don't grow up normally they don't have normal relationships it's a lot of things that are different for them so I never really you know yeah a lot of the shit he did seemed strange but when he would have interviews and stuff, he would talk, and the man was articulate, and he was not stupid, and when he went through the Sony thing, everybody's making fun of that, because you know, he was acting a little weird, but what he was saying, when you heard him speak, you realize that he was actually very understood exactly what he was doing, he understood the business, and he understood how valuable his catalog was, and he understood what they were trying to do, steal his catalog from him, because he knew how valuable that was, and so some of his antics might have been a little crazy, a little bit off, but what he was doing was not crazy at all, because because Sony was trying to rob him of his of his catalog, and he was like, "Y'all not getting that. Y'all y'all can talk all this shit. Y'all call me crazy, the monkey bones, all that. All, all. Michael Jackson got hounded. He to the point where he made a song about it. You know, actually two songs about it. Scream and um the other one. Stop fucking with me. I forgot the name of it. But he, you know, and so. I just feel like white people have always been jealous of that, and any time they get a chance to pick at him, they pick at him, because they he's at the pinnacle, there's nobody above him, and they would just love to see him topple, because they cannot stand it, that a fucking black person is the fucking greatest at that, at anything, that, at, at things that they aspire to, they try to throw Elvis up there, Elvis ain't, I'm sorry, no, Elvis is not, they try to break off, oh, well, Michael Jackson, the king of pop, Elvis the king of rock and roll, first of all, Elvis didn't even sing no motherfucking rock and roll, if anybody's the king of rock and roll, it's probably like the Rolling Stones or, or somebody like that, Elvis sang pop music too, there wasn't no goddamn rock and roll, and he wasn't the king of that shit, Michael Jackson was, period, period, point blank, okay, so I've always felt that way, so when the child molestation case came around the first time, you know, that shit was in the news every goddamn day, that shit was tabloid fodder, that shit was on TV, just like OJ, it was a whole mockery, for days and days, it was on 24 weeks and weeks, it was on 24-7, this thing had throngs of fans at the courthouse, so, he went to a trial, there was a full trial, he did all kind of interviews, he was on Oprah, he was talking, they showed his mugshot, he was talking about how they had him naked, and he was in the cell, and how they, it was a whole thing, for a few years, everybody went in and testified, everybody saw the testimony, everybody drew their opinions, then a lot of people said he was guilty, a lot of people, I, I didn't ha- have an opinion, one way or the other, um, at first, but I always maintained, and I still maintain, that, to me, it just, it just did not seem to me, listen, I, I studied, like, you know, I told you, I chased terrorists, I studied, I studied deviant profiles and all that, I know what those people are like, and, and I'm not saying that there's not some things, there's, a lot of boxes you could check off as far as being a predator or as far as being a child molester for Michael Jackson. A lot of boxes. A lot of the things that take Michael Jackson out of the equation to put somebody else in, and you'd be like, yes. Okay? 
but I just always found it strange to me that the parents of these children, um, didn't go for the criminal case first. They went for the civil case. And I just, because it's like, you can always sue civilly, right? But the OJ case, they lost the criminal case first, then they went civil. So I was just always, that just always set wrong with me. And then same thing with the R. Kelly. I just, I listen, I don't have children, but I'm just not, I'm, I'm distrustful of parents who put their children into situations that are clearly inappropriate or that can lead to the harm of their child, okay? And, and whether Michael Jackson was a child molester or not, he is a grown man. Why is he hanging out with these children? Why are you leaving your children with this grown man unsupervised? I've just always had an issue with those kind of problems, with those kind of parents, right? But the, the said all that to say, there was a trial and he was found not guilty. Now I'm black in America, I'll never hang my hat on a not guilty. You know, not guilty means they weren't able to prove it in the court of law. But part of the reason they weren't able to court in court of law is because a lot of parents, like, again, when they got up on the stand, a lot of jurors were like, they weren't trustworthy, the, the stories just didn't sound right, they just, they didn't, it wasn't, it wasn't sounding like, quite like what the state was making it sound like, and so, they were, you know, he got off. Now, there was a full trial, the man went to trial, he was, he got off, okay, he, he was, he, he was declared, um, I never say innocent, people say, oh, he got found innocent, you don't get found innocent, you get found not guilty, what that means is, they didn't prove the charges they had on you, does not mean you did not commit the crime, it just means you got found not guilty, so, he he got found not guilty, the point of it is, he went through the process, they tried him, they bought all the evidence, they threw everything at him, and he was found not guilty, and then after the case, it starts coming out, witnesses were recanting, witnesses were saying they lied, you know, oh, well, they pressured me to do this, and I really, this didn't happen that way, it happened that way, so, all of that to me, I've always just like given him the given him the benefit of the doubt. Not saying I believe he didn't do it. I personally, I just don't think. Maybe I'm being silly, but the Michael Jackson that we see in these interviews that is cognizant and that expresses himself clearly, and that we saw in This Is It that it has a command of everything and it is so gifted. I just can't see that person molesting kids. Perhaps, perhaps I'm wrong. I just give him the benefit of the doubt because I feel like they had a lot of evidence in that trial and they threw a lot of shit on that trial and those those jurors had a lot of evidence and they had a lot of things that we didn't see and they said not guilty. So, to me, that shit is over with. You go through a trial, you, all we all all people can ask is when is when something occurs that you that you that you go to trial. That, and, and 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 you know, if you if you are acquitted, me personally, okay, fine. So, to bring I said all that to say, to bring this leaving Neverland up now, all these years later, after this man has died, and gone on to glory, and bring this up now, as if it's this whole new thing, and rehash all this bullshit, as if, oh, this is some big, I just feel like, I just feel like they're rehashing the same shit, and what are you adding that is new, we saw all this shit, all this evidence, all, it was, it was, it was, anybody who was alive during that time, or remembers during that time, you remember how that shit was, that shit was a fucking circus, we saw all of it, so what is the point now, the man is dead, the man is in the judgment of the Lord, so if he did it, he is being judged for it, okay, or has been, how, he's, 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 he's dead, there's nothing that can be done about it, there's nobody, he can't speak up for himself, 
And I just don't see the point of it. Oh, it's for the victims. Look, I'm not calling, again, I'm not calling nobody a liar, but if you, I've seen little bits and pieces come out. A lot of people are saying that Wayne Robeson is a stunt queen and that he's lying and that he's doing all this for money and that all he does is lie and he has always lied and he's been a liar and they don't believe this story and he's told them prior that he's lying, that he's doing this for money. All I know is Corey Feldman came on TV a while ago when he, when the Harvey, um, when, no, no, sorry, when the Kevin Spacey thing broke and he was talking about how all these, um, cause his friend Corey Hart, he died or he killed himself or something, I forgot, but he was talking about the abuse, and he was saying how, yo, this is well known in Hollywood, there's all these pedophiles and stuff in Hollywood, and when I, and, and when I was trying to tell the police about it, I was identifying people that were abusing us, and abusing my friends, and telling them who it was, and all the police wanted to hear about was Michael Jackson, they wanted me to tell them stuff about Michael Jackson, and Michael Jackson didn't molest me, Michael Jackson never molested me, as far as I know, Michael Jackson never molested anybody, that's, this is what Corey, um, Feldman was saying, so I heard that and it's just been a lot of stuff after that was like, look they, you know he, it wasn't Michael Jackson, so I give him the benefit of the doubt I didn't watch it because to me again what is the point? He's dead and it was very one-sided from what I heard, like even the R. Kelly doc like, they had therapists in it, they had people that were speaking up for him, they had other people on the other side like you just set up this, basically this one dude, who at the time the trial was going on, Wade Robson was one of the people said he didn't molest him, Colin McGawkin was another said he didn't molest him, so I'm not saying people can't lie and recant, but I'm saying, I just don't see what the purpose of it was, you had to try all these, I didn't watch it, and from what I understand, the ratings were extremely low, so a lot of people didn't watch it, all, you know, I just think there was a cheap opportunity to rehash all this shit at a time when this man is dead and gone and can't do anything about it. And you can say it's, it was just like, I felt the same way about the Bobby Brown thing on TV. It's like people are dead. I'm not saying you can't tell your story, but when people are dead and they can't defend themselves and you out here just coming up with shit that you had all the opportunity all the opportunity before, you could have said this shit when he died, you could have said this shit at the trial, you could have said this shit any, Michael Jackson lived a long time after that trial, y'all all could have came forward and been like you know what, we want to recant our testimony, we this, that, never did now this man been dead since what 20, when did Michael Jackson die 2008, over 10 years now what is the point, what is, what, so you can now everybody, people who thought he was a child molester thought he was a child molester then, they still gonna think he's a child molester. So you're trying to get Michael Jackson canceled, good luck with that, I'm not canceling shit, I'm not canceling Michael Jackson, okay? I'm not stopping his music, it's my hill, I don't care, I'm not canceling him. Um, so, I didn't watch it, the ratings were low, I, I suspect the ratings were low, cause a lot of people felt the way I felt, like what is, what are, why are we re-dragging this up again, we saw all, and what is new, you know, okay, this guy wants to tell his story, I just, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't, the way bro, I've, I've read stuff about him, and it's, it, the people who are saying it don't seem to be particularly Michael Jackson fans or anything, they just like, yo, we don't know what this guy, we just need y'all to know this dude is a liar, and he been a liar, and this nigga needs money, and he pulls all kind of stunts, and you know, this, we think this is just for money, we don't know if he got molested or not, but we just trying to let y'all know that this dude is a scammer, so, that's all I got to say about that, I'm not watching it, I didn't watch it, I will not watch it, I'm not canceling Michael Jackson. Which brings me to the next dude, R. Kelly.
So he got arrested, and then he got bailed out. And then he did an interview this morning with Gail. And this is all I'm going to say. I watched the um, R. Kelly special. I think I, did I speak on it before? I'm not really sure. Um, another one, R. Kelly went to trial. He went to trial for one particular um, charge, and he was acquitted, and he got out. Okay. But people, the difference between R. Kelly and, and Michael Jackson to me is that was one trial. Um, people alleged that he paid off witnesses to not testify, and which is a, a huge part of the reason why he got off. Michael Jackson didn't do that. He didn't pay off nobody. Then people went up there and testified and said what they said. People feel R. Kelly has not gotten justice for the things that he's done. He he married Leah at 14. He's on tape having sex with underage girls. According to that special, he got people locked up in there against their will. I don't know. I go back and forth on that because I'm like, okay, even if you started with her when she was 17, we know 17 is still a child, but it was a whole bunch of women on there that used to be in there and got out. So I feel like if you're a grown woman at this point, you're still there. You're where you want to be. I mean, nobody said that he put a gun to their head. Nobody was like, oh, I was afraid they were gonna kill me, he, they were talking about, you know, he was abusive or whatever, but them girls got out, it's, he was like, you know nobody said that it was, uh, they thought that if they got out, somebody was gonna come drag them back, so, you know all I'm gonna say about that is I think he's going to jail apparently they have some new tape um, these trash people that have been around him have been holding on to these tapes and apparently now that he can't pay them anymore so now they're releasing these tapes where you know, so they weren't holding them because they had any moral implication, they was holding them in case you know, if this nigga ever can't pay me, I'm gonna release this tape, so um, he's on this morning with Gail at King, acting a fucking fool <laughs> Gail King is sitting there like every black mother ever when you <laughs> when you in her house hollering and yelling under her bills after you know, ate the food that she paid for and slept in the bed that she paid for talking about what you ain't gonna do and how she ain't gonna do and Gail was just sitting there so calm while wow, this nigga is acting crazy at the point he jumped up and Gail was like Robert <laughs> Robert <laughs> Gail was like I ain't got time for this shit. I don't flew out here for this interview. I ain't got time for this foolishness. It was just perfect. That picture they t- showed, it was just perfect. Gail was sitting there like, if you don't sit your ass down and cut out all this carrying on, if I swear to God, if one drop of spittle lands on me, it's going to be a problem. Like, what are you doing? Like, you, you went on the show for what? It's, like, who thought that was a good idea? But he's probably at the point. He's so... I don't know, he just seems stupid and disconnected from reality, and the people around him don't seem too much brighter, because who thought that would be a good idea? And then he gets on there, and it's like, you, well, I can't discuss that, because I'm, it's his current, then why you on, why you interviewing, nigga? That's all anybody wants to ask you about is the case, so if you can't talk about the case, why are you coming on here? What is the point? I, so, anyway, I am canceling R. Kelly because I've been canceled R. Kelly I've told y'all before, I never thought R. Kelly music was that great anyway for y'all to be acting like he is uncancelable over here, this step in the name of love bullshit, listen, you put some Frankie Beverly on, I don't need to hear R. Kelly ever, R. Kelly is written that nigga, whatever that nigga ain't got that many songs that y'all, all that shit sound the fucking same it's all country as fuck I like TP2, that was a good album, but y'all acting like this motherfucker got, it's Michael Jackson and it's like, if you cancel him it's just so much you gotta cancel, like I, I never thought, I ain't never thought his music was worth all this that y'all be going through, so, he's going to jail though, and good for him, he's still alive, he has not gone on to glory and in the judgment of God, and I just feel like in the Michael Jackson situation whatever he did, he has been way measured and judged for that shit and who are we, what is the point to bring it up now when this nigga is in the next world uh, paying for whatever it is that he did, okay 
that's the difference. Um, all right, this might not be as long as that. Well, let's see what happens. So, the Cohen hearings. I wish I would have loved to talk about this loud alive because I had a lot more to say. But I mean, this is what I will say, and I, you know, I. If those have been listening for a while, y'all know my background. Those who knew or don't, I before I went to law school for about uh, going on ten years, I was a, a intel. I was first I was in the military as an intel officer in the military and the linguist, and then I got out and I became an intel officer as a civilian side for um, NSA and CIA. My NSA part was more in the military. Once I only worked for um, NSA as a civilian like a year and a half because I was a little bit tired of it. I wanted to switch up. So I went on this rotation that they allow you to go on and I went over to the CIA side because I wanted to do sexy, fun stuff and I did. Um, but, um, and, and if you've been listening to this podcast, you know that I have been telling you that this shit was a Russian operation and this shit was some corrupt bullshit since 2016 because I saw it because I knew what it was from my past experience and from, you know, my knowledge and expertise, I knew what it was immediately, and I've been telling y'all all this time, so, um, this Cohen here was just another step along the way, but I think it was a key step, because he came in there, and he laid out the path to all the criminality, and all the, um, you know, what I still think is going to be an impeachment to come, um, but it's like, we all watched it, we all saw what he said, but like, of running, what, and I'm going to talk about it, this, what I'm trying to say in a, more in a little bit on this next subject, but the thing that really was irking me about the hearings is, so we saw the Republicans with they, with they histrionics and they fucking dramatic, I said it was, I said it was a Tyler Perry play for white people, and it was, they just kept in there, he's a liar, he's this, he's that, and it's like, what, yes, the man has admitted he's lied, he's going to jail, he's pled to all these charges, yes, he's he's a liar, but like, he, what, this is, this is, this is why people irritate me, and this is why we are in this situation we're in, because people get, be, get stuck on the stupidest shit, it is not the point, yes, we know he is a liar, it is not the point that he is a liar, what the fuck does that have to do with anything, the point is, he is a liar who was hired by the president for 10 years. So the question is not, is he a liar? The answer is yes. The man came in there and said he's a liar. Why? Because you either believe that this man did all this shit that benefits Trump on his own, and Trump knew nothing about it, or he's doing it at direction of Trump for 10 years as his employees, and this is what he's here to testify to you about, and I just don't understand what is the point of focusing on that he's a liar, it that makes no difference, everybody that comes into court, every mafia trial that's ever had needs informants and people who come in and testify, the guy who, who told on, Sam, on, on John Gotti, Sam the Bull was a killer, you gonna spend the whole trial talking about, well, he's a killer, uh, yeah, this because people who work for criminal organizations, they don't tend to be people who are law-abiding and, and all of that. It tend to be criminals. So I just, it was just irritating. It's all you saw people say, it's all you saw in the timeline. Well, you know, he did lie. It doesn't matter. That's not what we're here for. We're here to, he put, he bought, and, and even, let's say, that was what we're here for. The man bought receipts, and that's what kept irritating me about the. I was like, y'all are y'all are so bad at this because if you did want to attack his credibility, there was a way to do it, but it wasn't what y'all was doing. Y'all talking about book deals and all this. And nothing you're saying means anything because the man has already admitted he's here to partly to admit. Yeah, I mean he pled to what he pled to. It's on paper. So what you talking about? 
if you really wanted to attack, the man bought receipts, the man bought a check, which you could have been like, well, sir, how do we know those? I mean, I'm sure he would have had an answer. I'm sure he would have been able to authenticate them or they've already been authenticated or they will be shortly. But you would say, well, sir, how can we, how do we know that's not forged? You're sitting here telling us you've pled to all these crimes. We know you've committed crimes. You said you dishonest. How we know you didn't doctor those up? Like, that would be the line if you really wanted to, if that is stupid. But if that's what you wanted to spend the whole time focusing on, then that's what you should have did. Okay, well, you probably said, how do we know where'd you get that? How do we know? Like, that would be a line of attack. It still would be dumb, but like, if you want to focus on that, that's what you focus on. They sitting there talking about, and then they, they so, it was just such a, this, and I've said this on here before, part of the reason that a lot of people, well, I told you after 9-11, everybody lost their mind, a lot of people left Intel, and it's because of stuff like this, because you got these square ass, cornball, stupid ass, ideological dumbasses trying to like, think they're going to out trick this guy's a hustler, this guy is a, a lawyer for a corrupt organ, a mob lawyer, might as well call him, he's a mob lawyer, he's slick, he knows the law, he's a fucking hustler, he's sitting here telling you he's a hustler, he's sitting here explaining all these scams, what they ran, how they ran it, how he operated them, he's a fucking hustler, and you got these square ass dudes, like they gonna rattle him, like, y'all sound stupid, they asking them stupid shit about book deals, oh, like, what do, yeah, I might get a book deal, but what, I'm going to jail, I could get a book deal whether I was here or not, like, what, what does a book deal have to do with it, anybody can get a book deal if you want, if you want, the president got a book deal, like, what, what, what would stop me from getting a book deal, like, I could, I could have, I didn't have to testify at all, I could have went to jail, did my time, and got a book deal still, like, that has nothing to do with it, it's just, it's just dumb, and you just saw, they kept trying to, like, they thought they were going to out-hustle him, so they bringing out his, his, um, charges that he pled to, and he couldn't even do that right, because you, because they kept, they kept trying to, they so stupid, they kept trying to push this, these, you know, these narratives that are not true, but that dumb people believe, but they keep trying to do it as if everybody is as dumb as their base is, and as they are, and it's like, they kept trying to catch him, like, oh, you're denying what you pled to, and it's like, no, you're not asking him about what he pled to, what he pled to was on the paper, if you want to, it's still, again, it'd be a waste of time, because he already pled to it, but if you want to read the charge directly off the paper and ask him, then he'll answer, but that's not what you're doing, you're trying to inject facts in, because you want to make, you're trying to catch him, like, you know, like, he, he's not going to figure out what you're doing, like, the man is not stupid, oh, well, what about your summer home, dude was like, I don't have a summer home, well, you pled to, he was like, no, I pled to, you know, tax evasion, whatever fuck he pled to, but, um, um, I don't have a summer home, that has, I don't, you know, it's like, and they kept, oh, he's, uh, he's lying about it, it's like, no, he's not, you're stupid, he's, you're not asking him about what he pled to, what he pled to was on the paper, all you gotta do is read it, you're trying to editorialize, and you're trying to add shit in, cause you so busy trying to make it look like, let people know he's a liar, when the man came in, he already said he's a liar, he already said he lied, he already pled, he pled to everything he did, so what is your point, what you, like, it was just so, amateurish, it was so, and people kept calling, it was partisan, yes, but it was like, amateurish as fuck, like, y'all look stupid, this man is a fucking hustler, this man is an attorney, 
for a corrupt organization. This man is telling you all the stuff, the meetings he's setting up, not to mention he was a, a, a chair of the campaign finance, like he said, and it just said every turn. When you talk, when people talk about somebody came in and owned people, he owned them at every turn. They kept trying to play him big, they tried to play him small, he just kept owning them. He Oh, he had an answer because, I mean, because you're not going to trip me up. I know what I pled to. I know what I did. I know what I told you. I know what I told you that was the truth. I know what I told you that was a lie. Like, I, so you're not going to trip me up. I'm not in here making this shit up. And I bought paperwork. So, receipts. So, and he just kept owning them. And the part when they did, when they do kept hit the dumb, the gym dude, <laughs> that had the black lady irritated. And I mean, I thought the best thing he said that day, and it's the truth. And I think it's going to, when all of this is said and done, that's going to be one of the key moments in the trial is when he said, you know, all of this y'all are doing right now. I did this for this man for 10 years. And now I'm going to jail, and I'm telling you, if you stay on the course that you're doing right now, you're going to go to jail too, because I am telling you that this guy is dirty, and I'm telling you that we have been doing crime crime for 10 years. I'm the one that's been doing it, did it. I'm the one that orchestrated it. I'm the mastermind behind it. I'm the one that pulled it all off. I'm sitting here letting you know that we've been committing these crimes and you sitting here acting like I'm making, like, you know, it's all a witch hunt or whatever. How's it going to be a witch hunt? I'm the one that did it. I'm the fucking one that did it. I'm telling you what we did. And if and y'all keep going down this road, you're going to be in jail too because you're doing the exact same thing that I did for 10 years. And I'm telling you, this is going to go down. And I just thought that was, I thought that was it. I thought it ain't nothing, nothing else needed to be said because it's like, Y'all sound foolish. Like this is the. It's like imagine you again. All kind of all every Rico trial, every mob trial, every organized crime trial. This is how it works. You bring in the you get the people to flip, and they tell what they did. Now, I mean, you could get them on the stand and be like, "Oh, well, didn't you lie about the? Yeah, but I mean, so I'm gonna get on the stand and I'm gonna lie about for about paying off a witness. And I, I just don't understand the logic. Like he, okay, Stormy Daniels. So, Michael Cohen paid off Scormy Damage on his own? For what? It's not alleged that he has sex with her, and it wouldn't be illegal for him. It's, his, it's not his issue, in other words. Like, he doesn't have a Stormy Daniels issue. It's Trump. So, like, I'm your lawyer. I work for you. I pay off the person. Like, it don't make sense that it wouldn't be at your direction. But, that's where I need to bring in AOC. Because AOC and those young representatives, they live on Earth 1, they don't live on Earth 2, they ain't been politicians for years and years, they not um, drinking the Kool-Aid, they not on that bullshit, they not on that partisan nonsense, and everybody keeps saying, oh, they disrupting and it's the quorum, they not disrupting shit, and they don't give a fuck about the quorum, that's the whole point, because the the quorum is why we get to the point we're at now, where this fucking dude is is president, because you motherfuckers worrying about the quorum and not worrying about what you're supposed to be, which is defending the constitution and representing your people, and so AOC didn't even take up all her time, you had grown ass men on there screaming and hollering and spitting at the mouth, you know, but it's women that are unstable and emotional, but she didn't even take up all her time, and, and, and she used her questioning to get right to the point, which was, 
please tell me about the tax crime that he committed. Michael Cohen told him, okay, and so there, so if that's what you, she said, okay, so if that's what you're saying, that there would be documents, yes, and who, and where would those documents be? Oh, they'd be at Trump Tower. And who knew about this? Such and such and such and such. She asked that because now it's on record. Michael Cohen said that we inflated, we, we committed um, insurance fraud, which would be um, displayed in tax returns, which we have not seen. Because, you know, according to President under order, so she's established that he's doing that. She's established that the records exist, and she's established who's know about them. So now you're going to bring them people in, and they're going to have to sit there, and let's see if they lie. She did a masterful job, didn't even take all her time, because she was about what they were there for. And that's another thing Michael Cohen said, too, that I thought was great. He was like, you know... Y'all brought me in here. I came in here to tell y'all the truth, finally. Tell y'all about the criminality, because I'm ashamed of myself. Because my father's a Holocaust survivor, and I don't know know what the fuck I was thinking, but... You know, I'm shamed, and, and I'm just gonna come in here because I should not have done this shit, and I, don't, and I don't know what. And y'all ain't asking me about nothing. So it's like, you're not even, and that's the thing. It's like, you gotta be a dummy to not, like, you have no concern. If this is a witch hunt, prove it's a witch hunt. They're not even, they're not even bothering to ask because they know that the, the, the proof is right there. So you trying, it's the oldest trick in the book, trying to discredit the witness, but it's like, yo, that shit, y'all not even good at that. Like, like, but the, the, the constituencies and the people in this country, they, they don't, they don't get it and they get caught up on that stupid shit. And that's why it works. And that's, and, and so that's, what's going to lead me into the Jesse Smollett case because, uh, people have been irritating the shit out of me with this because for several reasons. So I already told y'all that I didn't believe the story. I didn't believe the story, but for many, many reasons, but let's, let's go, let's break this down. Okay. Listen, if you believe the story initially, honestly, and truly, you believe the story. Fine. No shame in that. You know, he told a story. I mean, listen, I think it happened on like a Friday or Saturday. People were busy. People watched TV. People ain't really had time. Oh, he said he got attacked. I mean, listen, in the day, in this environment, in this climate where, you know, somebody ran a woman over and killed her in a car at a Klan rally, basically, in Virginia, it's not unheard of. Like, it wasn't, if you had just heard that, oh, you know, dude got attacked by some Trump voters. They was calling him, you know, a black faggot or a faggot nigger, whatever, whatever. It's not something that people were like, <laughs> a mega attack, you know, with the, with the, um, soldier boy voice, it's, it's not, so, you know, if you just heard that and believed it, fine, but I didn't, because when I saw the first thing I seen to pop up on was TMZ, and, and then I read the story, and it just, listen, it just wasn't believable to me, not that Chicago is beyond a racist attack, I understand, I have visited Chicago, but I, I, I assume that wherever Jesse Smollett, who works on Empire Live, would would be a nice neighborhood, would be an upscale, rich neighborhood. People, Trump people, and people who do things like that, do not tend to do them in those, it'd be like if you lived in Tribeca, or or you lived in, you know, the West Village or something. People who are going to assault people don't typically go to those neighborhoods. Why? Because they're wealthy. The police presence is usually high, or or if it's not high, it's swift. They have cameras, they have good working cameras that are going to be very clear because those people have a lot of money and, and a lot of famous people, you know, live there. And I just didn't, I did, I, so I already didn't believe it for that. I was like, who, who was going to do that? Um, it took place at 2 o'clock in the morning. 
this guy is, you know, this is not fucking, you know, Michael B. Jordan. This is this guy from Empire. Like, so somebody was so pressed to beat up the guy from Empire. Like, if you want to be a black gay guy, Chicago has a, 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 a um a fucking neighborhood called Boys Town where all the gays, and I'm sure, this Chicago, I'm sure there's a gay neighborhood, of somebody who was a Trump voter, we know these are not the brightest people, if all they want to do is beat up a black faggot, they're gonna go find a, over there, like every other gay bastard dude, they're not gonna go to this fucking upscale part where this actor dude lives at 2 o'clock in the morning and then they just standing out on the polar vortex night, hoping this guy, and, and ski mask with ropes and bleach, hoping this dude gonna come out and they in the cold it was 2 o'clock in the morning they just gonna wait, or they knew exactly the time he was gonna come out, which just happened to be two in the morning, like who, it just, it made no sense, it made no sense, I didn't believe it at all, then I read it, and they said that he showed up to the police station hours later, with the rope still around, first of all, they bought a noose, they bought a noose, well, okay, so they was gonna do what, they didn't come in the car, so they gonna put the noose around you, and what, hang you from the light post, and I just, it, then they got on ski mask, okay, what Trump voted, what what assaults that have occurred since this horrible man been in office, have people been hiding their face? None. They out, they proud because they feel emboldened, they fucking president defends them, none of them are running around with masks on, for what? For what? Defeats the purpose. That man that ran that woman over, none of them hide their faces. Dylan Bruce, they don't hide their faces, they want to be seen. Okay, because they feel like they own more Christian soldiers for the Christian right. They're not wearing masks nothing about it was just credible to me they ain't all black, okay, they got bleach, that's what every person who don't know much about much say every fucking fake attack, oh they threw bleach on me, like oh, who does that like if somebody's gonna throw something corrosive if somebody has thought it through that much, through, I'm gonna throw some toxic liquid on somebody, it's gonna be gasoline or it's gonna be acid, nobody's throwing bleach on anybody, cause everybody knows that all bleach gonna do is harm your clothes, it doesn't do anything to anybody, it doesn't burn you, I mean I guess it, gets, it, it can a little bit if it gets in your eyes, sure but nobody brings bleach, like that's that's what anybody who can, can't think of anything says, oh bleach, because everybody knows that bleach will, you know, it's corrosive and it'll burn your eyes a little bit, but it's not really gonna hurt you, so if you say they pour gasoline on you, you gotta explain why you don't, why your clothes ain't smoked with gasoline, soaked with gasoline, and you don't smell like gasoline, and gasoline is fucking dangerous, cause you walk around dipped in gasoline and somebody walk by smoking cigarette, your ass is going up in flames, so ain't nobody gonna fuck with gasoline, acid will really fuck you up, so nobody's doing that so they always say bleach number, other reason then they said he showed the police station later, rope still around his neck, and he had a subway sound. Okay, nigga, so you don't got attacked, beat up, you the gay Tupac, you don't hit them back, they didn't hit you back, y'all been scuffling, you fought back, you got, you got away, but you show up at the police station hours later, and you got your whole subway sandwich, and your cookies on the side, and your chips, and it's all wrapped up and neat, like, come on, man, that shit would've been in the street, all fucked up, you wouldn't've still had your subway sandwich, and you wouldn't've went to subway, you'd've went right to the, you'd've went, called 911, or went right up, it just never, like I told y'all with the Susan Smith case, it never rang true to me, but if you, again, if you believed it, fine, you know, that's why he did it, he did it because he knows that senses are heightened, and, and, and environment, and people, all he had to do was say black and gay, and people were gonna believe it, fine, I had no problem with that, no issue with that, but the issue I have now, is when facts are coming in, first of all, I knew it was a lie, well, again, like I said, when they didn't find it on the cameras, there's no way, 
There is no way this altercation occurred on the streets you said it did, neighborhood you said it did, and it's not going to be on cameras. And I knew, and I said, so I waited. I was like, you know what? Sound, sound fishy to me, but I don't know. Let me wait. You know, I'll wait and it'll come up and they'll say, okay, we found the attack, whatever. And then a few hours later, the thing came, tweet came through. Chicago police have not been able to locate this attack on camera. As soon as I said that, I was like, I knew it. This, this shit is bullshit. This is some bogus shit. Then a few hours later, they had, you know, that fuzzy picture of whoever them two was. I don't even know if we figured out those Nigerians were. They could have just been two people minding their business. And they released that. And I was like, okay. So that's when I knew. So then I was just, it was just a waiting game. Like, okay, they're going to figure it out. The FBI is involved because it's a hate crime. Since then, you know, facts have come out, and it's like people, listen, it's, I, I have so much to say. My thoughts are so jumbled. I'm trying to get it out because it's, it's so much. Because whenever I, I tend to say, I say we, don't worry, I'm going to bring it back around. Just, just follow me a little bit, when, when, with the Trump situation, I always say, we elected this guy, and somebody will always jump up and be like, I didn't elect him, I didn't vote for him, I didn't vote for him either, but we all did it, we all did it, because we, we, we are in a time right now, where people refuse to be wrong, they refuse to be wrong, they refuse to accept facts, they refuse to just operate as if they have any fucking sense, and it's on both fucking sides, and and the thing that irritates me about liberals, leftists, non-Trump voters, whatever you want to call them, is they love to make fun of the Trump voters, and we love to say they're stupid and uneducated, but it's just, it's, it's not just them, it's y'all too, because people are not using their brains, people are just believing any fucking thing, and just running anything that doesn't coincide with what they, basically you want to believe something and then you run with it, and then when things are, are manifest themselves to show that what you are believing is not correct or not accurate you refuse to back down and you continue to just keep running 100 miles an hour loud and wrong, and that's how we ended up with Trump, because whether you voted for him or not, you was retweeting those Hillary stories, you were saying stuff like well, Hillary's career, all, this, all this dumb shit that was not true, that was clearly not true, that was put out to, to confuse and divide you, and you just kept repeating it and 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 it's like with this Jesse case, it's like I'm gonna start calling you fucking I'm gonna start calling y'all OJ niggas because it's the same thing. Well, I haven't seen any evidence that he lied. Well, I don't know what to tell you because all the evidence is that he lied. And I mean, we can't show 100% that OJ did it either, but OJ did it. The man told a story that from the gate was not true because he said that it, he could tell it was white people because it's white and I, he lied. They found the fucking two guys who did it. They admitted they did it because they pulled them off their fucking plane. And the story I read said at first they wouldn't give it up, but then a lawyer came in, and the lawyer must have said, yo, y'all better fucking tell. And then they told everything. So, it's a lie. He knew the guys. They weren't two fucking white strangers who came up, and he could tell they were white dudes. They was two Nigerians that he knew from the set, okay? Oh, oh well, I don't trust Chicago PD and Chicago PD I don't know what you're talking about Chicago PD did not release any statements, all Chicago police did was refute statements that 
people were passing around. Those were local news outlets who were releasing information. And people said that they leaked it from Chicago. They never said they leaked it. They never, none of those information said it came from Chicago PD. They said sources. It could have been admin. It could very well have been Chicago PD. I tend to not think it was Chicago PD because Chicago PD, whenever something came out that was not accurate or that they could not prove, they purposely went and corrected that. So I don't think it was Chicago PD for several reasons. So every, you listen, so many things. There is a difference between lying to cover up your own misconduct and your own malfeasance. Just, ah, I'm so frustrated. What? Okay. So let's Chicago PD, let's say Chicago PD lie. You can't trust them. You know, it's, it's unusual. This is crazy. So what are you alleging? You're alleging this conspiracy of what? So you're alleging that Jesse Smollett did this attack, did occur. He went and recorded and reported it to them. And they went and investigated and they found it on the tape. They found it, but they erased it. Or, I don't know, said they didn't find it because, you know, well, we're not going to investigate this case. What we're going to do is we're going we gonna to say it's a hoax. So we're going to put all our time and energy and we just, every all the evidence we're going to ignore. And then we're going we gonna to go to where the rope was. We're going we gonna to trace where the rope was bought. And then we're going to find these Nigerians and they tell us that he's involved. But, but or I don't know, like, what is, what is a conspiracy? What is it? What is it that you are alleging? You don't trust Chicago PD. Okay, so that means what? They they made it up that it's a hoax. So it really did occur. This attack, they didn't call the FBI in. The FBI is also investigating. Both these agencies investigating, but they decide they're not going to investigate. They're going to not do nothing and just declare it a hoax and then release things to, be- like, it, it don't make no sense. And then they keep saying, oh, well, they admitted he did. No, they did not. What Chicago PD said was Jesse Smollett mailed the, the check to himself. FBI said we have not confirmed that. Do you that does not mean not confirm does not mean not true. The FBI is thorough. There is a reason why when the feds come for you, you better make a deal. There's a reason why the feds will investigate and wiretap and flip and get indictments and just get evidence and just for five, ten years and come to you with an indictment the size of a phone book because they're a thorough. And the FBI, there's a difference, and I mean there is a difference, but it's important to designate there's a difference between saying somebody mailed the letter to themselves implying that I sat here, I wrote the letter, I licked the stamp, I put it in the mailbox and mailed it to myself, as opposed to mailed it, uh, directed someone else to send the letter that's a difference, that's a difference, I did not mail the letter to myself, however, I directed somebody to me, I still did it, I still coordinated, but that's a difference, and that's, that is what the FBI is doing, they're not, Chicago PD doesn't care, Chicago, in Chicago PD's mind, look, the letter did not come from a stranger, as he as he alleged. It did not come from some random person from outside. It came from someone at his either he sent it himself or somebody sent it at his direction. So, for all intents and purposes, it came from him. FBI makes distinctions though because they are thorough, and they so they came out and said we have not confirmed that yet because they probably have not. They, I'm sure that whenever you mail a, a letter, the stamp goes on the letter, they can tell what post office it was sent, what time it was sent, where it was sent from, so I'm sure they have investigated all that, and they're going to show that at trial. 
but so like what the, the people admitted that they did it. The check thing came through. First of all, when they first found those guys, the Chicago PD said that they found that he gave them a check. It was made for thirty five hundred dollars. Made off a train. They said that themselves. Then the media, because they're trying to keep the story going and get clicks, say, "Oh, it turns out that." He didn't write the check for the attack. Everybody's like, ah, ha. Ah. They said Chicago PD was lying. Yo, what are you talking about? You, first of all, I know this thing is dumb, but you really think he's, first of all, it's dumb to pay with a check. But you really think, what's he, what's he supposed to make the check out to? Attacker one, attacker two, $3,500. Hold on, let me put on the four stage to attack. MAGA country. Like, what do y'all expect him? These, I mean, he's, he think that's what he's going to put on the check? The check was made out to training, probably because in a little stupid scheme, oh, well, we'll make it out to this, so that way when y'all get caught, I can say it's for training. What kind of training costs $3,500, my nigga? I've had personal trainers, man. The, the expensive ones, $100, $150 a day, maybe. What kind of training he doing that costs $3,500? And, like, it don't make no sense. The dudes, they say, they admitted that they did it. They're on camera buying the mask. They are not white dudes. They are black dudes. They know him. So the story's a lie. So what are you talking about? And people, oh, I still have not seen any evidence that he's lying. Well, I don't know. You must be Stevie Wonder to the shit then because all the evidence is that he is lying. There is no evidence that he's telling the truth. So I don't understand what you're talking about. You don't see any evidence that he's lying. You don't trust PD. You don't have to sh- trust Chicago PD. But again, then what is your what are you alleging that they done that 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 you cannot trust? They have not lied about anything. They all the FBI said was it's not confirmed. Confirmed. You know what that means? That means that yes, that's what occurred or something like that confirmed c- occurred. But we don't want to confirm that because. As with all cases, we hold things back, and we don't want to tell you everything we got. We'll show you what we got at trial, okay? We don't want to confirm that, or we haven't confirmed it yet. That could be the case. Like, yes, we're 95% sure this would occur, but we haven't confirmed that. It could just be we don't want to release it, okay? Number two, this whole I don't trust Chicago PD. Again, doesn't make sense. Why do you not trust Chicago PD? Because Chicago PD just got caught lying, and they had to pay the city uh, these people millions of dollars but they got locked because their officers killed somebody and they covered it up and so now they have to pay all this money their reputation is in the dumps and so now they're trying to rebuild that so you think that in response to that what they think makes okay well we you know we had this we just paid out this money we just our reputations and toilets and tatters we gotta build it up so I know what we gonna do we gonna we gonna this guy said he got attacked by the MAGA dudes but we gonna no what we gonna do is we gonna we gonna stage it and we gonna say it's a hoax and we not gonna investigate it cause that's gonna help us out and this guy you know this guy's a celebrity we'll know who he know he probably could get good lawyers we you know but we was gonna that, like, that doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense that they would do, they're not they are 100% going to investigate this case because nothing would look better for them than after this this money they had to pay to say, hey, a fucking actor got a hate attack they called him a faggot, they called him a hate attack in our city, we are trying to clean, we do not tolerate that here and we are and we are trying to fix ourselves as a department and we investigated this to the fullest extent of the law and we caught the guy and we're going to prosecute him to the fullest extent because you cannot do that in our city of course they were going to investigate it of course, they are, of course because they are trying to rebuild their reputation, they're not going to so on the flip side of that they're not going to let you embarrass them any further, 
at all. Like, dude, all this we trying to get ourselves out of, and here you come, and you trying to make us look bad after all the shit we went through? No way. So they going to put him on front street, of course. Of course they going to come out and say, we, you know, he embarrassed the city. Of course they're going to say that, because they're not going to let you embarrass them, my dude. And if you wasn't the dumbest one, you would know that. Like, dog, don't do that here. These motherfuckers is just coming off a lawsuit. They're trying, they not going to let you embarrass. They're not the last, because what you wanted to do, what you wanted to do is say, oh, I got attacked in, in, in Chicago, and they didn't care, and they didn't investigate, because, you know, I'm a black guy, I'm a black gay guy, and that's how, and that's how they treat us, but they didn't do that, because they knew, because they're not the dumbest ones, they knew that that was, was going to be said, and what was going to look like if they didn't, so there was no way in the world that they put the FBI in right away. Usually when these things occur, they'd be like, well, we don't know if we're going to charge a hate crime, they was like, no, mm-mm. No, sir. You say what now? They called you faggot, FBI. We got a hate crime. They put everybody on that shit because they wanted to look good. You should have known. So they're not going to let you once they figured it. And I believe, I believe they knew that night it was a hoax, but they didn't say anything because, again, you lying your ducks in the road. They're not going to come out prematurely and say that he hoaxed, that, he, that it was a hoax, that he planned it. They're not going to do that. They're not going to play themselves like that. They're going to line that shit up. They're going to gather their evidence and they're just going to tell us enough. And that's exactly what they did. And, uh, and, and all those little unconfirmed reports eventually, I remember when they said, oh, that, um, somebody said, look, they kicked the store on the two Nigerian guys who they think were involved in the attack. Chicago police came out and said, oh, that's unconfirmed. Next day, though, it turned out being confirmed, because probably at the time that they had them, they weren't talking yet. So, a lot of those little unconfirmed reports turned out to be true. So, that's how I know that they have other, I guarantee they have other information. I knew what they were going to do. That's why, that's another reason. I said, okay, well, He's claiming that they put a rope around his neck. So the first thing they're going to do is take that rope and they're going to check it for DNA. And I might have even said that on here. I was like, they're going to check it for DNA. So he better hope that he was smart enough not to hold that rope because if they find DNA on it, they're going to match that DNA. But it turns out they didn't even have to do that. They just tra- traced the rope to where it was bought at. So I know they... And, and another thing that came out the night too, and a lot of people missed it, is they said after they released the, the video of the two people, I think it was the next day, they, one of those sources, one of those leaks said, actually, they did find something on the camera, um, they related to the attack, but it doesn't say what he said it said, they said they found it on it, I, I, what I think is, they saw them two, them three, probably talking right before, or walking up together, or setting it up, or whatever they occurred, whatever they staged, they probably saw something of that, because it was like, yeah, we got something on, we saw that, we saw, they, the wording they used was, we saw the incident on tape, but it didn't, um, it wasn't what he said it was, and then I read another story that said they actually have video of them in an elevator, I tend to believe that too, because all those little leaks that were coming out, except for the ones that they specifically denied, ended up being confirmed, and they never came out, and then all they said was, um, we are not saying at this time that he is a suspect, because they were still investigating, probably, probably didn't have enough to say, or they, they probably were sure, but they didn't want to say, but a lot of those leaks they did not deny, so, um, you know, if you just still at this point, and then, and then this is this is the other thing. Let me tell you, because this is the other thing that people are irritating me with. Well, I don't know why he would do something like that. Why would he? Listen, let me explain something to you. In my prior life, in my prior career, we used to have this saying, and it actually came. We stole it from. Um, there's this book called Fatal Vision, I think it's called. And it's about the. Um, I forgot the the case back in the '60s where the doctor killed his family, and he said the hippies did it, and it turns out he did it himself. 
um, and they and, and they had a um, the prosecutor who prosecuted him. He said something, and and it's it's very true, and it's what I always tell people. Like, with the, everybody, you know, everybody's in the true crime and the, watching, you know, all the stuff. And how come you say he's guilty? And I t- and I say this because people always get caught up in this why. Well, I don't believe he do it because why would he do it? Listen, you don't need to know why. People, lawyers and stuff like that. Yes, they like they. If you can have a motive, it's great because jurors and people like to hear a motive. But you know the reason why people don't like circumstantial evidence, although enough circumstantial evidence can prove guilt. But you know why people like physical evidence? Because physical evidence is undeniable. It's incontrovertible. You cannot argue against it. And the thing that we used to say all the time when we were chasing these terrorists and all these guys, because you get them in the room and they all do the same thing. Every lying, guilty person does the same thing. Oh, I swear in the eyes of my children, why would I do this? Why? I would not do it. I don't know why you would do it. I know that you did do it. And if I know that you did do it, I don't need to prove why you would do it. Nobody gives, I don't give a fuck why. I can prove that you did it. I know that you did it. I have the evidence to prove that you did it. So I don't need to prove why. And that's what I tell people all the time. Well, why would he do it? I think I know why he did it. I told y'all so he could be that dude, the black gay dude that got attacked. Now he, you know, now he the activist dude and, you know, all of this shit that everybody's on because that's what everybody's on now. Everybody wants to be, you know, activists but don't really want to do the work. Everybody's on stunts and shit. Like, and gays, y'all really irritate me because we are the queen of the stuff. Like, we... Uh, Y'all should have saw that shit right away. These gays out here still trying to bend over back. Like, yo, come on, man. What A stunt is a stunt. There's no reason for it. You do it for the stunt. That's the whole point. We know that. We invented the stunt. So y'all out here are sounding real crazy to me. Like, well, I don't know why he would do it. I don't know why he would do it either. I can suspect why, but it doesn't matter. We know that he did it. We know that he lied. He lied. He stayed, he knew the guys, and he staged it. So what do you, what you still talking about? Well, I just don't know why he would do it. You might not never know why he'll do it. Do it, it doesn't matter. He lied from the beginning, so he did it. People get caught on that all the time, all the time, all the time, and it's, it's the number one way when you're telling you, get them dudes in the room, is because they know that, be, because people, I have a theory about it, because I think people are full of shit generally, and so full of shit people latch on to other full of shit people, and so when people say, yeah, why why would he do it? I, be, I don't know, but I know he did it. I know that motherfucker's on camera stabbing that lady in her chest, so I mean, is he crazy? Was they dating? We can figure that shit out later, but it really don't matter. All I gotta do is play this tape. You're stabbing her on the chest, so you sitting here in front of me crying and swearing that you ain't do it, and why would you do it? I don't know. Maybe you just wasn't feeling good that day. I don't know. I know you did it, though, so I don't need to prove why. And that's what kept irritating the fuck out. I just don't believe it, because why would he do it? I don't know, but I know he did it. He did it. So what do it matter why? He did it. Um, And it's just, it's just, it's just a, a, to me, it's just so indicative of the culture we live in where people, like, you, you, you want something to be true, and so anything that goes against what you want to be true, you just refuse to accept. The Bernie bros, the people that Hillary is so corrupt, the Trump vote, it's all the same. You are all the same people. And that is why we are where we are. Because you'll read some stupid shit like Hillary Clinton has a child molestation ring in a pizza shop and you already don't like so that sounds perfectly logical to you even though it don't make no fucking sense. Okay? 
you out here and you want to be everybody so um, performance outrage and so performer righteousness and oh my god this black gay man was attacked and you guys don't believe him because you're homophobic we don't believe him because the story don't make no fucking sense and it sounds like a fucking lie okay and you out here sounding fucking foolish all this that all this evidence that came out talking about well there's no evidence he lied yes it is it's all the evidence he lied there's no evidence he told the truth that's that's what it's no evidence of but you're invested for some reason because number one you don't want to be wrong number two I guess maybe you feel foolish because you believed it and there's no reason for that like uh, that's why he did it because a lot of people like oh well you know and I mean some people listen people I shout out to everybody who was DMing me because I because y'all saw I wasn't tweeting about it and people was like hey you know I I ain't know you, you I was like no I don't believe the story but I'm not saying nothing. I'm gonna just let it play out, cause I'm not gonna be here arguing with these niggas. These niggas on the TL performing, they out here doing this performative outrage. They out here being, you know, virtue signaling. Oh, oh my God, this is what we talk about. This is the stuff that black gays go. Listen, it's a lot of black, it's a lot of gay people, and black gay people that go through stuff. This is my point. I don't understand why you are spending all your time. Is there a fund? Are they giving away money? Is there a Jesse believe Jesse Smollett fund? I don't understand. There are so many real victims out here that need your time and need your energy and need your sympathy. I don't know why you're still bending over for this guy. I kind of do. It's because I feel like he did it for a stunt because he's trying to position himself. And I feel like a lot of the people that are defending him and bending over back are the same kind of people. You know, they look for looking everything as an opportunity. Everything is a stunt. Everything is a way to stand up on a soapbox and position yourself as some kind of expert, even though you know a fucking thing, even though you ain't got experience in a fucking thing, but talking and yapping. But you know, that's what I suspect that a lot of this is about because it's be the same kind of people that's why you just you know refuse to accept facts but listen it, it, the shit was I'm calling y'all OJ niggas I'm telling you what's today's day March something March 6 I think or March something on March 6 2019 you still out here talking about ain't no proof he lied and you know, you are OJ nigga cause I mean it ain't no proof OJ did it either we still don't have no definitive proof no fingerprints no shit like that but OJ did it and Jesse did it too so I'm not arguing with you niggas like fine you you know you wanna believe to see Chicago you still please tell me what they lied about exactly because I keep hearing you can't trust them and they lie and it's so suspicious that they have these leagues, okay, um, it's like y'all almost, it's like the argument is they shouldn't have, it's almost like you're trying to say, they sh- how dare them solve this, like, how dare them go out and investigate this thoroughly and figure out that it actually didn't occur, like, ugh, you can't trust them, like, I don't understand, what is, okay, what is this conspiracy theory alleging, exactly what is it, exactly who pulled it off, and exactly for what reason, because you're, you're what you're basically implying is they investigated thoroughly, this this incident, but instead of saying they investigated thoroughly this incident, they created this hoax, and I guess he pulled these Nigerian dudes out of I don't know where, because they're the ones that told them it was a hoax, they're the ones that gave it all up, and you know, apparently they lied, but I don't I don't understand, you sound crazy, you sound foolish, they have not lied about anything, you cannot say it's any, unconfirmed does not mean did not occur, um, d- the, the FBI was just being specific in their wording, they never said that something was not true, but there is technically a difference between mailed it to himself and mailed it at his direction, um, and so I just, I don't, I, I, I just, I can't with y'all, y'all, I mean, I just, I'm, I'm just so tired, every, everybody is just so, somebody tweeted today, and it's perfect, it's like people, if you, if you believe something, that's fine, but it's like people feel like if something they believe and then some facts come through later, it's like they feel like saying, oh, I thought such and such, such and such, but now that I know this, I guess I was wrong, it's like they view that as a weakness, or like, I don't know what, like, I don't understand what people 
I mean, it's just like this, it's just, it's just how we got Trump. People kept saying the fucking, oh, she called us super predators. No matter how many times that statement was explained in context, she was reading from a paper and she was reading from a study that everybody at the time thought this was legitimate. And it was what those kids, it was what they were labeled and she was reading it. She didn't make it up. She was just saying, listen, we've got this data. We've done this science. The scientists have said that this is going to be people. They're going to be super predators and this is how they're going to behave it turned out later to be wrong and everybody has said that but at the time it was what was believed and it was valid so no matter how many times you were told oh she called us super predators it just, it just was stupid it's just people are stupid I'm just I'm so tired of it I don't even like talking to people anymore I'm so I'm, I'm already don't fuck with people anyway but I'm so anti-social now because so I, I get in these conversations and I don't even want to I don't, I don't even want I don't want to waste my good anything, arguing with simpletons, like you're saying, you sound foolish right now, what are you talking about you're not think. use your brain and I just can't so I'll just sit there, or I'll pretend like oh dude, have you heard about so and so, nope, never heard of it because I don't want to talk about it, because you're going to say dumb shit, and I don't want to, I don't want to deal with it and that's how we got here, that's how we get Trump all of us, because we keep repeating dumb shit, and saying dumb shit, and thinking that our opinions are facts, and thinking that our emotions are, I don't, and I don't, it's not, I don't care about your feelings, I don't care what you think, I don't care what your opinion is, I ain't ask you your opinion, I don't want your opinion, this is what occurred, these, this is what occurred, I don't care how you think about it, think about it how you want, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna debate shit, everybody wants to debate the the fucking anti-vax people, I'm not gonna debate fucking vaccination shit, you dumb bitch, you don't have fucking measles cause you got vaccinated, we don't have fucking measles cause we got vaccinated, bitch, stupid bitch, that's how it fucking works, that's why you don't have it, well, if measles was such a big deal, why nobody have it, cause we vaccinated, you dummy, everybody that's not vaccinated fucking gets it, like, it's fucking science. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, I can't. I, can, I cannot. I cannot. I cannot. So, OJ niggas, listen. Y'all think Jesse is innocent. God bless you. I don't know why he... I do know why he did it. I've told y'all. But even if I didn't, it really wouldn't matter. Because I know that his story is not true. Nothing about it was true. Um, he knew the guys. The, the, he paid the guys with a check. Um, I do... Actually, I don't know about the... I Actually, I do. I do believe the pay thing, I do, because I just know, it's just, look around, look around, everybody's pulling stunts, everybody is lying, everybody's trying to be an activist, everybody's trying to be experts, everybody's speaking on shit they have, don't have the range for, so I totally believe this nigga, he was like, I'm gonna I'm get, I'm gonna I'm basically be the new gay, you know, like he said, Tupac, I'm gonna be the, anytime a gay incident come up, they gonna call me, anytime somebody get, get bashed, they gonna call me, like, that's what all these celebrities doing now, they all trying to be the face of things, even though they ain't the face of nothing, you know, but the album cover, whatever the fuck, you know, they all doing it, and that's what he was trying to do, he was trying to up his profile, he was gonna be the guy, he's gonna be the victim, oh, I got gay back, but I fought them back, like, come on, man, like, it's obvious, I don't understand what you're talking about, you don't know why he would do it, would you, for attention, the same way you motherfuckers be on Twitter all day saying wild shit, and, and fucking doing the dumb shit you do, for goddamn attention, on there arguing with rocket scientists about how to build rocket, on there arguing, like, you, from your fucking couch with no, don't know nothing, don't read nothing, but y'all want to, y'all argue with people all the time, that's why, always want to be, well, actually, and saying your little poignant, and saying, well, you don't really understand what's going on here, nah, nigga, I understand what's going on here, and what's going on here is you're a dummy, and 
I'm not going to be arguing with you. So, you know, that's all I got to say on that. I've been holding that forever. Y'all been irritating the fuck out of me. I just, I don't understand what is the, I don't understand why you are bending over backwards and going so hard to defend this guy. He's not telling the truth. It's, he's not the only victim in the world that somebody just got hit right now. Like go up for real things, go up for real people give or not, you know, but like, this is not, I don't under, what, what, what is this? What is the point of, of this? You are, you are support, you are holding up wrong. You are defending somebody who has not told you the truth. And I don't understand what it is. And don't try to make it some bigger symbol. Oh, well, this is just a bigger symbol. How did you, then go find somebody that really was mistreated. Go find somebody who really was wrong. I don't understand why, how he is the symbol. How? That's what he wanted, though. That's why he did. You want to know why? That's why. Because he wants to be that guy. Everybody, oh, look what they did to Jussie. Look how they dragged. They not did. Nobody, listen. He walked in Chicago PD and made this shit up. Nobody was dragging him. Nobody had nothing against him before. Now he's a clown. You know? Like, dude, go on your auditions like everybody else. Audition for shit like everybody else. That's how you're going to climb up. Use your money, invest in something like everybody else. Find stuff you want to make and make it like everybody else. Stop this fucking bullshit, man. Y'all, I don't, stop defending him. He lied. It's obvious he lied. The evidence is everywhere. He's like, there's no evidence that he did not lie. But, hey, OJ niggas, y'all got it. That's all I'm going to say on that one. Um... And lastly, I probably should have put this in a little quick part, but I just wanted to mention, anybody see Ayala on Saturday? Rhonda, 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 Rhonda. <laughs> now, it done been some episode. Everybody that watches Ayala, there's always an episode that comes along where we like, yo, Ayala and her little sister girl voodoo shit, this is beyond her. Like, these people need real professional help. Like, that stuff Ayala does, I'm not going to say it's, it, it's it's life coaching. So it is helpful for people who need life coaching, right? Who just need, like, correction in that way, right? Or, or the correction they need is... um compatible with those methods, right? Not anything too serious, not anything super traumatic, not anything that needs serious intervention and counseling, right? This last Saturday, she had on this family of kids that had got they was molested and tortured in foster care and abused and, and starved. And one of them, one of their brothers had I, listen, I know that PTSD stare, I know PTSD, I know that numb just out of it, look, he had deep, deep, deep PTSD, I, he had severe PTSD, he needed help, he had said that when he was little, they was in the foster home, and they would lock him in the closet, and they would give him bread and water, and he would be in there for weeks at a time, and he would be starving to death, locked in the dark in the closet, that's torture, okay, he had PTSD, and Ayala on there doing her regular ass voodoo, and, and the other two, they said that the, um, in order to eat, the um, families they would stay with would make them molest each other, they brother and sister twins would make them molest each other Ayala got this man this, she, and I didn't mean to laugh but it was funny she got this one lady, she telling her to yell at the box, and she walking down the street, they get to this post box, this mailbox, she like to the box, to the box tell her to the box, and I'm sorry I, it, was, I, it was traumatic, but it was funny because I was like, she, this look a fool and the girl was looking at it like she was also had serious trauma, clearly but also, I, she just was like, what are you happy doing? And I was the same, I'd have been like, what, what now? It was just, it was just so random, talk to the box, then the other guy had him out in the backyard, and I get, okay, this is what I'll say, I'll get, 
I get the the rationale that she used. She was like, so, so she was saying that some things are so traumatic or so uh, traumatic that you can't even speak them, right? But what you but so they stay in you and they eat up and they stress you and they stress you out. And she was like, you need to speak it, even if it's to nobody. Like you don't necessarily have to, but you have to get it out, and then you have to get it out. And so what she and so she was saying, and then, so she took dude out to the backyard and she dug a hole. And she was like, speaking into the hole, speaking into the hole. So this man is, she got hurt. Ayala got this man laid out his belly in the fucking grass. And she is pushing his face down. Cause he like got his face. She like, no, put it. She pushing his face down into the hole. Y'all gotta see it. I was like, Ayala, what are you doing? You got this man down in this red clay in Georgia. It was just, I I mean, I got what she was saying. He said the words into the hole. She covered the hole up with the dirt. And that was supposed to mean, okay, you excise that. You excise those demons. They in the hole. But it just was a whole mess. Like, Ayana, you could have did this in any kind of way. You could have gave that man a cup and let him put the lid on the cup and throw the cup in the trash. <laughs> like, you did not have to have that man out laying down in the dirt, putting his face in a hole in the ground. This ain't it, Ayana. This ain't it. I was like, I was at that point, I'd have been like, look, look, listen. Never mind. Never mind. You know what I mean? It, it's, I'm good. <laughs> That shit, I was, it was too much. Then, and she had him in the house, and the little, the sister was a little bit, I, and I, I don't know, that older brother, I feel like he wasn't telling the whole story, because the sister's body language was very, because he was trying to say, he said that, um, to avoid getting abused, he, um, he would send, he would send his siblings down into the basement, and lock them up so that he could eat, but, I don't know. I feel I feel like it was a little bit more to the story because the sister the sister's behavior to him was like one of nah nigga you did you know you was doing that shit to save yourself like it wasn't he made it seem like he had no choice like he was you know like they made him do it and her language her body language you know that's part of what I used to do readings but her body language to me said no nigga you did not have to do that you chose to do that so that you could get extra shit not basics not food you did that so you can get extra shit like you you made us you made us abuse each other so that you could watch TV you made us abuse each other like that's what her language is saying to me like nah nigga you trying to make it like you was how we was fucked up like we was like we literally had to do this or they wasn't gonna feed us or we literally had to do this so they would stop beating us you what her body language to me with him was like nah nigga you was doing that shit for extra shit you didn't have to do what you was doing that's the energy I got because she wasn't like that I mean the the brother that she was that that was touched that they was touching each other with you would think you know if it was just that then she would have that same energy to him and 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 their I mean they were traumatized clearly but their energy was different their energy was like yo we two niggas that had were do what we had to do, they forced us to do it, we ain't, we ain't, you know, we both victims here, and we ain't enjoy that shit, that was their energy but her energy with that older brother was kind of like, nah nigga, you, you was doing you was doing extra, and um so in, in that confrontation, Ayana was like oh, clear the table, clear the table so then she start, <laughs> she start throwing shit off the table to clear the table I was like, this is too much, Ayana this voodoo, this ain't appropriate for this 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 not the one, it's been a few like that, the girl that um her mother kidnapped her and she found out later, same thing like some of these people, this ain't for what you, this is, keep, you know bring the celebrities on that, you know, just, you know 
spending too much money, stuff where it's like you just need a life coach to tell you that you just you're doing is foolishness right now. You need to do it a different way, but not for no trauma. And them people on that show was traumatized, and they need more than I what Ayanna was doing. Um. Yeah, I just had to shout that out. Love after lockup. I don't appreciate y'all draw, drawing out the finale. Y'all been talking about it's going to be the finale for three weeks now, and we turn it on, and y'all keep cutting it off at the penultimate moment. I don't appreciate it. So this Friday is supposed to be the final. We get to see what happened with Michael and his wife, and his wife going to confront this Megan girl. Like, how come every this nigga, every time he get in trouble, he with your ass, right? Because, you know, Trailer Park Kelly Clarkson, she might be white, but she ain't no dummy. And she got fucking street smarts. And every time she with this uh, dumbass Megan girl, he getting locked up so now this nigga got to go back to jail for four months cause he trying to fucking, he late to his goddamn appointment, trying to pick her up from the fucking airport <sighs> nigga anyway, I don't appreciate y'all playing on, uh, with my feelings like that love after lock up this shit better be worth it, Lizzie daughter don't call her a greedy bitch, which you know I mean, I don't know I see her daughter's point, like, she is using the dude, but I just don't think her daughter understands, like, your mother has been in jail for 10 years, she is 40, she is not a spring chicken, it's not, she don't have no skills, she don't have no education, it's, this is all she knows, it's really nothing else she can do, I don't know, when you talk about go get a job, where's she gonna get a job at, doing what, working at Walmart, that's not gonna be able to, to do it, you know, so, you know, I, I I get it like that, but but I do see what the daughter's saying. Like she's just she's just a scammer, but that's all she knows. You know, that's all she knows, and she I think she's too old. Though. I mean, she gonna have to do something different though, because this dude is broke, and so I don't I don't know. We gonna see what's gonna happen once once she finds out. But you know, she probably go try to find another trick. I'm sure this nigga done went broke. You know, but that's on you, sir, because you out in the free world, and I'm sure you could have found somebody with some nice titties and ass out in the free world to spend your money on. All right, so, oh, I've been talking for a little bit, so I gave y'all some extra, so that's it. Thanks for riding with me. Sorry for the two-week break. Um, You know, listen, um, results come out in a few weeks, if y'all don't, or months, if y'all don't hear me, just, if y'all, if I don't say nothing about it, just respect my privacy, that's all I'm saying, I'm tweeting right through it, I'm not gonna say nothing, um, you know, a lot of my friends telling me I should be, I, I agree with y'all, I, I feel like I am a positive person, but, you know, I, you know, you could be positive as you want to, if it's a hole in your, sh- in your sink, in your ship, your ship gonna sink eventually, so, you know, all the positive thoughts in the world ain't gonna stop that, I'm a practical person, I, I believe in myself, I'm very self-confident, I mean, I've gotten very far in life like this, so, you know, let's just hope for the best, but, um, anyway, appreciate y'all, thank y'all for listening, on um, podcast email, thanks for asking, podcast at gmail.com, the webpage is thanksforasking.co, um, you can go there, please follow me on Podbean, a couple more of y'all been following me, you know, I guess y'all not fucking with it, but, you know, please, um, Stitcher and Spotify is coming, um, thank y'all for listening, y'all can at me on Twitter, at KMGZ, y'all know, y'all can, you know, I don't know, like y'all do, holler at me, whatever, I appreciate y'all, thanks for listening, please rate me, I see y'all rate, I see y'all ratings, um, maybe I'll read some, everybody else doing that shit, I, you know, I don't know, I'm just, maybe I will, maybe I won't, but I appreciate y'all, thanks for rating me, it gets me, pops me up in the, in the other podcast you might be interested in, listens to growing, thank you, um, and yeah, now that now that the pressure's off, I'm gonna start doing some fly shit for y'all. I'm gonna get some stuff up on YouTube for y'all. 
excuse me, sorry. I'm gonna get some shit up on YouTube for y'all. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna jazz it up a little bit. Now the stress is off, not the pressure's off. Now I have to, you know, studying every night and on the weekends and shit like that. So thanks for rocking with me. Thanks for the sorry for the two week break. Oh, sorry I didn't warn y'all about the two week break. Um, yeah, and see y'all next week. Deuces. <laughs>